Welcome. You are listening to the End Time Courage podcast with Lauren and Amy. Hey guys, welcome back to End Time Courage. Amy, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Great. You know why I'm smiling over here and I'm so excited? Tell me. I get to talk about this uh, revival we went to. It's not even a revival. What do we call it? It was a conference, a prophetic healing conference, or just a vision conference for the year. Yes. So guys, we're going to treat you today. We are going to, like we promised, talk to you about exactly what happened at the vision conference. I'm so excited. How are you feeling? Oh my goodness. I'm so excited and I'm very excited to talk about this more in detail now that, that a few days have passed and I've been able to come home and just process yeah. all that happened and we're sharing it here first. So. Yes, yes, we are. And you guys are kind of getting, obviously, that's why we have the podcast, an inside peek of what we discussed. Now, we've been discussing this on and off since it happened, but Amy and I wanted to lay some bit of a foundation for you guys about how in the world we got there, what my connection is to Chris and Amy's connection is to Chris and how this all transpired. So I'm just going to start from the beginning, yes. Amy, and just kind of get them caught up. So guys, I, for a very, very long time, have been in the prophetic ministry. I have, you know, since I've been, you know, evangelizing, preaching, teaching to whoever would hear me on platforms. I had a mentor of mine, and they still are. It's uh, Paul Keith Davis and Amy Davis, okay? Now, Paul Keith Davis, if you follow me on my platform, know that he ran with Bob Jones. He ran with John Paul Jackson. He ran with Rick Joyner. He ran, he is just one of these generals of, of our faith that was knew about the Brownsville revival and was a part of the revival in Canada. Like he just, the Kansas city prophets. I don't know if anybody remembers yes. all this. Yes. So, you know, he's from that generation. And so he brought on to his show with him and his wife, Amy Davis, as they were teaching about revelation. And he brought on a brand new teacher at the time. It was Chris Reed. Okay. Now, Chris, was previously before he was at Rick Joyner's church, and now he is the leader pastor of, of Rick Joyner's church. They co-pastor together now at Morningstar. Yes, formerly Jim Baker's old Heritage Center. Okay, guys, track with me. He brings on uh, Paul Keith Davis. Brings on Chris Reed, and Chris Reed is was a pastor at a little small church in uh, Peru, Indiana. I think it was. So at the time. Uh, Uh, Paul Keith had brought on Chris, he was bringing him on because he had so much revelation about the end times. And and, and at that time, he was actually operating in these gifts at his little small church. Mm. And so uh, Paul Keith brings him on. And so that's how I found out about Chris. And so I had been watching Chris, Paul Keith, he would come on every once in a while, talk to the people. All of a sudden, two years later, I see Chris Pastor Chris Reed, Prophet Chris Reed, whatever you want to call him, he doesn't he doesn't title himself. Mm-hmm. But at Morningstar, because I watch a lot of Rick Joyner's things, Bob jo- Bob Jones things, he's now deceased, but he he you know walked with uh, Rick, and I'm like, what in the world just happened? It's like the Lord <laughs> took Chris and was like, Bloop, okay, leveling up. Not to say that the church in in Peru, Indiana, was any less than. It's just his assignment had changed, sure. mm-hmm. and so the Lord put him right front and center at Morningstar. Okay, and so I had been following Chris and his family for a while, and and at that time when he shows up at Morningstar with Rick Joiner, it's not that his 
his anointing increased, it just seemed there was like more layers to it. Because at this point, Amy, and I'm, I'm telling you when I meet you and you're like, yeah, I think I've heard of this guy. I've seen him before. So he's starting to get traction in the church community. And, and his, his anointing is starting to get more layers where we're going to show you in a minute. And I'm sure you guys have watched the video addresses, yeah. specific numbers, right? Details about things that nobody could know about prayers that you prayed into that the Lord tied into your address and street that nobody would have known about, right? Just little details, big details like that. He's interpreting people's dreams he didn't even have, but they've had out in the audience, okay? So that's your foundation. I have Chris Reed on. I think last year I interviewed him. He was so nice to come on. I wanted to interview him and he was nice to come on and let me do that. So if we had a little bit of a relationship. I sure. knew Chris a little bit, mm-hmm. had a couple conversations with him. Vision conference comes up and Amy's like, I think we should go. And I'm like, I think we should go too. I'm feeling this. We need to, we need to travel up there for uh, the New Year's. And so we had made, when did we make these reservations? Oh, probably October. Yeah. Maybe September. Yeah. And, and I don't think anything was really on our mind about healing or mm-hmm. your healing. Or I think we were just, I can't remember. We just felt the need to go. Yes. Uh, you and I had not started the podcast yet. I think when we made reservations, I'm not sure, but we were kind of, you and I were just putting pieces together about where the Lord was taking the podcast, what he wanted us to do with you. We were like, well, let's just go. Chris has some insight about what's to come. Right. End time courage, right? What's to come. And we were tracking with Chris because we were kind of getting the same downloads. That's right. Okay. So take it from here. So we get to Chris's <laughs> church and it was the, was it the first night that we were? No, the second night. Yes. So the first night. You know, we we get up there and I have an amazing dream, you know, which I oh, might talk yes. about yes. in a different podcast. Right. But it's amazing. And of course, if you're prophetic, you know how that is. You get in a prophetic environment and everybody's gift kind of stirs other people's gifts inside of you. Your gift stirs their gift inside of them. And so I knew that I would probably dream. Uh, but I had really gone up there more about What's he going to say? Yeah. You know, if there's a vision conference, I've been asking for eyes to see. Yes. You know, let's go up there and see if the Lord might have something to say to us. And so, you know, here we went. And, you know, and I just want to encourage our listeners right here to really follow those even small inclinations, because I really felt like the Lord said to go. But then in my flesh, I thought, oh, wow, it's a couple of days after Christmas. I'm going to be gone on New Year's Eve. You know, where are my kids going to be? Like all the things. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, no, I, I had this inclination to go. I'm going to go. Yes. And so I just encourage everyone with that because little did I know what was about to happen. So that's what I call Amy being led by the spirit. So when you and I talk about being led by the spirit, you know, the Lord speak to a spirit to spirit. That's what you mean. That's what we mean. It's that knowing from your belly. I just think I should go. Yes. And it's not, you know, some people think it's some big revelation. It's usually not. No. It's usually a very small inclination of something kind of like what I just said, that maybe even my flesh doesn't understand or would talk myself out of. But yet I'm still having feeling this pull to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I should know by now yeah. <laughs> that when I have that, the Lord has something in store for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here we go. It's a South Carolina. We go to this conference. 
I think we are in sessions most of the day that day. Yep. And they announced at the afternoon session that they were going to have a healing room yes. at that afternoon. And they invited anyone that needed healing to come and be a part of that. Right. And so I felt like the Lord, you know, really impressed upon my heart to go. Well, you know, just in all honesty, it was the second day. It was the only two hour window that I could have gone back to the hotel, got some yes. rest, taken a nap. Uh, chillaxed for a second. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to uh, participate in as much as I can up here and trust the Lord for strength. Which is important it. for you because you guys know with the testimony that uh, Amy, you gave, which is uh, episode four, if mm-hmm. you haven't heard that, her body on the right side is about 50% titanium. And so when she has a very long day, as we talked about in the testimony, she has to rest. Like she's, she cannot keep going like the rest of us and going and going. Her The flesh physically has an issue there. So it has to be rested and it has to be rebooted, right? right? And especially if you're doing a conference or when you're what, when we start at like seven in at 11, like you just can't go from eight in the morning to 11. It's just not going to happen. Right. That's exactly right. Not without like some, uh, a good nap and a good snack. And, you know, the way my pain doctor has always described it is that you wake up with half a tank of gas Yeah. (laughs) where most people wake up with a full tank. So you're going to have to really plan your day according to that and you're going to stop quicker and sooner than the people that you're with. And I like what you said. It's because your body is always trying to heal itself because it has a foreign foreign objects in it. It's always trying to repair itself. That's so exactly that's, right. I like it's trying to detox the metal yeah. out of me. Um, for those of you who have a lot of titanium in you, you may um, as well, you run a fever because yeah. your body thinks, oh, there's something foreign inside of me. Well, uh, running a high fever is very taxing on the body yep. and, you know, very a tiring. And so, but I thought, no, I'm here. I'm going to uh, participate in as much as I can. And I'm going to trust the Lord to give me the strength that I need. And so you were very generous. You went back with me and I went into this healing room and I had probably 10 different people pray for me. And a couple of people had words of knowledge for me, but the last one Uh, She touched my shoulder and she said, the Lord has said, the Father has said that you're not going to be disappointed this time. Oh, my gosh. And she wasn't. Now, while Amy's getting this this healing, I'm letting Amy just go be with the Lord. You know, I and me, because... Long, you know, if you know my testimony, if you heard anything about these podcasts, like I was that old lady, the Jim Baker girl that like would watch all the Jim Baker videos. You know, my husband was like, you're such a grandma. And I'm like, I love him. I love this stuff. And so this was the old Jim Baker Heritage Center. So while Amy was getting all this done, I was nosing around. I was all over this church. I was going in this door and that door. And somehow I had missed this tour that they were doing. And so I just decided to tour on my own. So I was just going through all these nicks and crannies, praying in tongues and doing all this while Amy is getting these words and knowledge. And I had wanted to guys, now this is just a little segue. So this was day two and I wanted to connect Amy with Chris because I had a small, a little small, tiny relationship with Chris and I just wanted to say, hey, and I wanted to introduce myself. He had always seen me on camera, but we'd never, I've never seen him and his wife in person wanted to do that, but I couldn't find the time. Now, if, unless you speak or you're a pastor or you, you do this for a living, I, 
it's kind of maybe for hard for us to explain it, but Amy, if you could help me, you don't ever want to go up to a pastor or a speaker right before they speak. You do, it's just okay. etiquette. You don't, I know from experience, Amy, you know, from experience, you're just real saturated with what the Lord has given you. You're full, you know, and, and when someone breaks that concentration, it can kind of mess up the zone that you're in. That's right. So you don't ever want to approach anybody Guys, this is just a tip uh, before someone's about to speak. But you also don't ever want to bombard anybody when they get done because they've already ringed themselves out. They're exhausted. They've poured everything they have out. And so that's really not a good time either. So I was going through these things and I wanted to, I was, my plan was is to introduce you guys, but the Lord did it before I could get there, before we could get there. Because after your healing room, we go sit down in the sanctuary and we're ready for the night. Yes. And we were there early. We were. And if you remember, uh, you and I, I really opened up and shared. I, I think because I had been in the healing room and had received these words, it really stirred a lot in me. And and what some of my listeners maybe not, uh, maybe don't know, is that for years I have pursued healing. Yeah, I have gone to conferences. I have gone to. Uh, people that have seen a lot of healings in their ministry. I have gone to connect with them. I have been prayed over and I have received measures of healing. Yes, you have. And the Lord has directed me into, uh, you know, and I'm not saying everyone needs to do this, but for me in 2020, he really laid it upon my heart to take communion every day and to read the scripture about, you know, by his stripes, I am healed. Mm. I was doing these things. I was pressing in for healing in the way that I knew how. And I was doing it every single day. I was baptized in Dawsonville. Yep. I saw a measure of healing after my baptism. But what was interesting is in the last two years, as I have gone to places for healing, I kept getting the same prophetic word right. over and over. Yeah. And I would go up and they would ask me, what are you here to have prayed over? And I would tell them I was in an accident. I, you know, I have titanium in my leg, wrist, elbow, and fingers. Would you pray? And over and over again, they would look at me and they would say, we want to pray for you, but the Lord is saying that you have a broken heart Mm. and he wants to heal your broken heart first. Wow. Yeah. And you know, that verse says um, that I desire that you would be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. Yeah. That we are connected, you know, soul, spirit, body is connected. And the word that I was receiving was that he's not just interested in healing your body if your heart is broken. He wants you to receive healing on all of those levels. And so I came home and started pursuing, what does it look like for God to heal my broken heart? Yeah, and we're sitting there talking about that for at least two hours. Yes. And I almost felt like after, and we're gonna get to the video in the Word here in a second, if you haven't seen it, it's extraordinary. It was almost as if like the Lord was just sitting right there with us, listening in as you were telling me, all the things, which I've heard part of it, right? But you were really just explaining it all out and just having the faith to know that you knew that it was coming. Like you knew that you knew, right? Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think it started all stirring in this healing room. And then I'm verbalizing it to you 
uh, right before the service. Yes. And so we then uh, sit there. We're in our seats. Everyone starts filing in and the service begins. And, you know, it, it was amazing worship. And uh, as far as I remember, Chris was not speaking that night. There was a different speaker. That's right. Let's add that to the yes. story. Chris was not even speaking. He was sitting over there with Rick and where all of the pastors sit. He wasn't even cued to speak. It was General Boykin? Yes. Speaking. Yes, that's right. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm like in the back. I'm sitting down. I'm resting from my long day just receiving from the Lord. And we start singing this song about the Lord girding up our legs. Yes. And as I'm singing it, I'm really thinking, yes, Lord, gird up my legs. So funny because you're thinking it. And then Chris is getting a download about legs. Yes. And so I can't even see because I'm sitting down and everyone's standing up and I'm in the back that Chris has walked on stage. Yeah. And then the next thing I realize is I, I recognize his voice. And so I kind of peek around and he said, I wanted to come up on stage because I have received a word of knowledge. And that's the video that we're about to show you. Yes. So this is the video. It's about five minutes. Here's the whole thing in its entirety. Thomas, if you want to go ahead and cue that and we'll meet you right back here. Hey, the Lord, I felt like I had a word of knowledge for healing tonight. And uh, it's for anyone in the room. Please, please hear me out. We want to glorify the Lord. And he's going to get glory by uh, healing somebody or somebody's. Anybody here whose life has ever been drastically altered by a vehicle accident, a car accident. Please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. I tell you when I, I, I got this word, when Don, you were singing the song, the one before last, and I can't remember, it slipped in my mind, but it was something like, gird up my legs. Which song was that? Show me your face. Okay, so the, it was just the one we were doing. Okay, somebody that had like a leg injury. Is there somebody that had a leg injury from a car accident? I'm seeing a little bit more. There was something like even temporarily lost use in a leg. Raise real high, so both hands, so I can see you. There's several. Wow. Goodness. Well, the Lord intends to do something, something special. I think he's wanting to highlight someone. I see someone. It's like right where you live. I don't know, something like peacocks around you. You know, peacock feathers, they have those, almost looks like eyes. Peacocks. I don't know if that makes sense. Somebody lives with peacocks near their house or feeds on their house or, or near their house or whatever. What does that mean? I, I guess. Yeah, I was um, injured in a car accident. My mom passed away. And I almost lost my right leg, and Peacock Lane is our street. Okay. Wow. 
You don't have to say where you're from, but you're from a different state, right? You're yes. not in the Carolinas. Correct. I just heard this, that I don't know what this means to you, but I, I feel like that you're coming into not only a, a, a finishing of the healing, but I heard this phrase, tell her she's rising up in the spirit of Deborah. I just heard that. What, what's that mean to you? I don't know her, you at all. I don't think I do anyway. Her, her mom's name was Deborah. And, and Amy's been operating under that calling of Deborah for about five years. But oh, wow. her mom that passed away in the wreck is Deborah. Her mother passed away in the wreck. Wow. Are you her husband? Yes, sir. I don't think I know you guys, right? You don't. Okay. But the Lord knows you. I see the name like uh, Gregory. I don't know if that's a middle name or a family name. But you're a Jeff or something like that. Jeff, is that right? My name is Jeff. Okay. The Lord's going to heal your legs. And I, f I feel like that name Deborah is significant in another way. Um, but rising up in the spirit of Deborah and God is raising you up in that spirit of Deborah to separate the precious from the vile, to have and bring proper help, bring healthy, proper judgment to the body of Christ. And so Lord, I just pray right now for a complete healing over this woman right now in the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you for healing her, Lord. Thank you for healing her, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I command the legs to be made new. I command the hips and the lower back to be repaired as well. In the name of Jesus, there it is, glory is being released on you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's a healing happening in her and it's, you said Peacock's where you live? Peacock Lane. Yeah, it's something like, it's either 3959 or 5939 or something. 5939. Okay, Peacock that's what I thought. Amen. Now, Lord, right now, for every other person who needs a healing, we just command healing in the bodies of every single person who has been injured in car accidents in their life. So, that happens. What, do you, what happens next? How are you feeling? Now, I can tell you guys, like, she kind of fell back on me. Like, I, well, not on me. I was catching. I saw her start going down. And so when she was sitting next to me for the rest of the time that General Boykin, because Chris just, boop, 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 off stage, It's done. Message been delivered. Chris has no idea her connection to me, right? He has no idea. He was just being obedient. We weren't even sitting in the front row. Right. We were sitting probably three or four rows back from the back. Yes. Right? Just doing our own thing. Yes. And the whole time you're moving, you're squirming. You feel like you're on fire. I felt like I was on fire. Um, so, yeah, as you see in the video, he he narrows it down to our street number. Yeah. And what was so interesting for for those, and I used to be in this camp, so this is not a... Um, 
this is not judgment. Um, but this was our former street number and street name where we had just moved from a few months ago. So it's not the address that we registered. Right. You know, so if anyone said, oh, well, did he see your registration? No, no there was absolutely no shot Mm-mm. because we have moved from Peacock Lane. We moved there just a, a few months ago. Yeah, not even like six months ago. Exactly. And so... You know, obviously, I'm sitting there taking this word in, but then not being able to take the word in because I can just feel the Lord on me. And so as you were talking about, I sit down, I kind of fall back. I feel the weight of the Lord. People have asked me, what are you feeling in that moment when you can't stand up? It's just a A weight. weight. It's the glory of the Lord. You cannot stand. It's a heaviness. And I was moving in a way where if you were in a chiropractor's office and they're snapping you, like I felt like I was being adjusted from the inside out. And Jeff had his arm around me trying to hold me because I just could not quit moving my shoulders up and down, but it was involuntary. Right. Like I was like actually like holding onto my chair. Like I really want to sit still. I definitely don't want to fall out of my chair because at this point the man's up there preaching. Yeah. You know, everyone else has moved into the sermon and I'm still sitting here under the weight of the Lord. Right. And you're still crying. Like guys, she was still just so, and she's not an emotional person. I mean, Amy, you're just not, I mean, I've been, you're kind of like me a little bit. Like I, I, I love people. I'm compassionate, but I just don't have a lot of emotion sometimes. So you know that the Lord's on me if I'm crying, especially if I'm laid out on the floor there, Lauren's been hit with the Lord because that's just not me. That's not us. And so you were crying and you were emotional and I kept touching on you and there was parts of you that were hot. Like I kept touching your legs just because I'm like nosy like that. I'm like, what's going on down there? And, uh, it was hot. They were hot. They were hot pockets. Yes, there were hot, hot pockets. And what was really um, cool later, too, is uh, something I haven't shared is there was a man who was sitting uh, five or six uh, uh, chairs down from me. And he came up and, you know, you would think if you heard the word that someone would come up and say, oh, there's something going on with your leg. But he didn't know what I was experiencing. And he said, you know, when the power of God is on someone I can see it as the color blue in the spirit. And he said, you have the color blue all over your shoulders and over your back. And I told him, I said, yeah, and you have no idea. That's exactly where I'm experiencing um, all of this going on. And what I realized is that, yes, the Lord was healing me. But if you go back and look or listen, I should say, Chris Reed said he is beginning the finishing process of your healing. And I really took that literally because I thought he's not just saying I'm healed in this instant, but that God is beginning to complete this work of healing. And little did Chris know, yes, that I've been pressing in for 11 years and he really started it you know, probably five or six years ago that I was seeing measures of healing. Right. And so his word is exactly right, that that is my testimony. And so uh, the fact that the peacock word you right. know, had two different meanings. It had two different meanings. Uh, 
the word peacock connected us to know that he's talking about me because it was our street street name. Mm -hmm. But then I'm not putting together that I've been asking for eyes to To see. see. And what do peacocks have when they spread their feathers? Eyes. Eyes. Yeah. And so he brings that up and I'm still not even connecting it. And then, of course, he says the word Deborah, and I immediately know he's talking about my mom. Yeah. But then he goes on and further and says, but she's rising in the spirit of Deborah. And so I love that this word of knowledge had double meaning for me. So layered. It was so layered. And so I'm, you know, I'm going back to the hotel room still under the weight of the Lord. And I felt like, yes, the the same word from in the same moment that this man knows my street number, mm-hmm. he's also hearing the Lord is beginning the finishing of your healing. And so I knew. Yeah. I looked at Jeff. I'm like, I'm going to be healed. Yeah. And you guys know this is totally the Lord because Chris didn't even know, first of all, that I was there yet. And he didn't know my connection with you. So when we get back to the, or when we get back to the hotel, I get a a message from Chris saying, did I just pass you? Because we did. I took a minute. I had, Sean had to go and get the car. So I ran to the bathroom real quick. And when I was running, uh, I did pass Chris, but I was already committed. I was already on the way. And I was like, whoosh, to the bathroom. And then he was like, did I just pass you? And I was like, actually, yes, we are here. And that's my friend, Amy. And so when he, he figured out that it was you, right? I was here. I brought you there. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, I need her to come on stage. This is great. Because we never get to hear the post side of the words that's given. And guys, she was the really the only word. I think he only, and usually Chris, sometimes he'll get into a flow and he'll pop off. Boom, 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 boom. Some people up in the balcony and some people over here and over there. You were the only one. You and one other person with endometriosis. That's right. So two people. The whole and we were there for four days. Yes. So the Lord really had a spotlight on you, and this word was multi-layered and specifically for you. And so then you get up, and um, if you want to hear the post, guys, it's actually on Chris Reed's um, YouTube channel. I can link that in the descriptions. But Amy gets up after that and tells Chris, you know, what it meant to you. Yeah. You know what all the things that was said meant to you. That's exactly right. And he told you that he felt like there was something with the eyes, and then that's when you're like, oh, but only if you knew. Yes, that's exactly right. And so I encourage uh, you on just our listeners on a side note, if you ever get a word that really resonates or you have a healing, uh, circle back with those people because it's not just an encouragement for you to receive the word. It's encouragement for them to know, to have the confirmation that, yes, I heard from the Lord on this. And so it was an encouragement to him that I'm getting up there and saying, yes, your word was exactly right. And this and this is why. And so what is so neat is the next day, you know, we're sitting in the cafe um, Mm -hmm. of the... The story just keeps going, guys. Like, it's so good. It does. And so we are sitting in this cafe. I think we're drinking some coffee or something. And there's hundreds of people. You know, the place is packed. But I see this man kind of walking with a mission. You know, and he, he actually caught my eye because he was like moving so swiftly. And so then I realized he's coming straight for me and he's holding something in his hands. And he tells me, he says, yes, I painted this. I'm an artist. Uh, the Lord told me to paint a picture of a peacock. And 
he told me this a couple of weeks ago, and he told me to take it from Knoxville, where I live, to the vision conference, and that he would show me who to give it to. Yeah. And so he unrolls this peacock painting, which we're going to take. Uh, a, yeah. I'm going to put it on the YouTube. Thomas will splice it in. But yes, this is the picture that you got. Yes. And so you can see it. Uh, this peacock is looking at this lion, you know, who has these piercing blue eyes. And then, of course, on the peacock's feathers are all these eyes. And this man, not knowing that peacock was more than my sh- uh, street name, says, you're going to see in the spirit realm. Oh, my goodness. And he said, I knew when I was painting this that the person who would receive this will re- uh, receive the ability to see into the spirit realm. So good. And so then I'm really connecting all these thoughts that I have been asking for this. Right. You know, I've been pressing in for healing. I've been pressing in uh, for my broken heart, but I have been asking the Lord to see and it's like he's giving a resounding yes to all oh, of it. Yeah, and that's him telling you, I have heard him all. I have heard all your prayers, and I'm going to answer all of your prayers in this one message with multi-layer meaning to it. Yes. And you know what's the best part, too, is watching my husband watch Chris give this word to you, and then watch, watching Pastor Jeff. All of our mouths are on the floor. It ignites your faith. My husband said to me, my faith is on fire right now. Yes. He's like, it's one thing watching it on TV or watching it just somebody random in the audience, but it was when it's someone you know and you care about and they're they're sitting they're standing right next to you. He's like, it just it was so personal for yes. me. And he said it just ignited my faith that the Lord see the God who sees us. Yes. The God who sees us. Yes. He gets so personal. Yeah, he was so personal. And I love because I really felt like we all did do that together because when he's saying the name Deborah, Peacock, y'all know what that means to me. Yes, yes. It's, you know, you're not sitting there unaware of him prophesying over someone on the other side of the room. He's prophesying to someone you know, and you know what these words mean to them. And so that was amazing. And then just on a very light note um, for our listeners, because if they've been following us, they know our personalities. <laughs> uh, so Chris uh, messages Lauren <laughs> yeah. and says, oh, wow, I didn't realize that you had brought the lady who got the word last night. Would she be willing to come up and give her testimony? That's right. And I'm sitting there. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I haven't really thought through this. And then Lauren just looks at me and she goes, I told him you'd love to. Like, Lauren, I, that's not what I said. What do you mean you already told him I would love to? Let's go. Pushing you off the cliff. Let's go right now. Pushing me up right off the cliff. And so, of course, then I have the amazing experience of getting up there and being yeah. able to share my experience and to to let him understand the confirmation of everything that he had said. And so... He so, found so much joy in it too. I mean, just by you telling him what that meant to you, he was like, it brought, it just brings joy. Yeah. It brings joy to everybody. The one giving it, the one receiving it, the people around you yes. operating and being able to see these things and talking about the end times, right? So when we head, when we go further into this, this is what the Lord's talking about. My, my spirit will descend and fall on all flesh, That's right. right? And the old will dream dreams and the young will have these experiences. And guys, this is, this, he's not a favorite, favorite tism person right. he doesn't favor you or me or chris right. or someone who can see into the realm more than he does anybody else yes. these are all on the table we should all be pr- operating in these because yes. did moses not say it's it's my will for you all to prophesy 
Yes. You and, know, and you've said this as well, that as we're, you know, going into the end times, you've told me many times, Amy, for what the Lord has for you, yeah. because we know that revival is going to come. Yes. Healings, resurrection, signs, wonders, miracles are going to come upon the body of Christ like never before. And you've told me multiple times. Um, you're going to be healed. Yes. You will be healed. You will actually need a healed body to do what you're going to do. Yeah, you in need to travel. Time. Yes. And so I believe that for all of our listeners, yep. that healing is coming uh, across the nation, across the world for yep. the believers to be able to step in and not only to be healed, but to heal because we have much work to do we have much work to do so i mean i hope that this encourages uh you guys who are listening and i look forward to giving more of an update as uh weeks go on about what the lord is doing in my body people have asked me so how do you feel i feel increased strength i feel the lord still doing something in my body the metal as far as i know is still there but you know what i'm resting in this healing he has given the word and i feel that he's also given the word to me personally that you've worked for it now it's time to rest in it amen and so um yeah what an amazing weekend it was it was and guys we just want to leave you with that we love you remember jesus loves you he really really does and we have a treat for you next week we are going to be talking about chris's uh vision prophecies given to the lord for 2023 so stay tuned for next week also we have a treat for you guys we are going on video finally we will drop our very first video on the 30th of January so you guys will no longer have to just see images we me and Amy will be right there with you in your house in your car wherever you're going to be watching this from hopefully you're driving and watching the road not watching YouTube but (laughs) we will be there with you on the 30th so looking forward to that all right guys we will see you next week y'all have a great week we love y'all bye bye guys